Is yoga demonic? That's the topic we're going to dive into today on the Recovering Christian Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Cam Snow. And I am your co-host, Carla Snow. And this is for you if, well, to be honest, we actually, this was a listener uh, submitted question. Yep. But this is also for you if you are considering yoga in your practice or have experienced a weird yoga session, like yoga studio. This is a modality that can be used in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And last week we talked about the question on is meditation evil? And so this week we, this is for you because we are continuing the discussion of regulating the nervous system. Yeah. Mindset work, mindset work, and how it can connect, how we can connect the physical with the mindset. And so this is another modality that we want to dive into today. And this is, this is a big topic uh, in entrepreneurial circles because a lot of people, a lot of mindset coaches, um, a lot of business leaders will talk about how they use yoga as part of their mindset routine. There's a lot of talk around morning routine and like, that's why we talked about meditation last week and yoga is just right there in the middle of it. And so it leaves a lot of Christian entrepreneurs kind of conflicted um, because there's a certain message from certain aspects, not the whole church for sure. There are certain, uh, I would call extreme perspectives on yoga. And then there are other perspectives that we're going to share. Um and this matters because you are an entrepreneur and you, if you haven't already encountered this question, then you, you probably will if you, as you continue your business growth journey. Yeah. And it also matters because like, like what we were saying is like this series is focusing on mindset and also the nervous system and burnout. And there are so many different things. And if we cut ourselves off, yeah. from modalities based on certain things that we're about to dive into mm-hmm. we can miss so much so yeah. cam yep what are some of those false beliefs that you have encountered and or believed yourself about yoga yeah in fact i'm bringing up the uh listener question that we got just so i have it for reference um but what i have what i've heard about yoga from like the institutional religious perspective is that yoga comes from Hinduism and all of these movements are aligned with Hindu deities. And the idea is to unify yourself with these Hindu deities, or at the very least you are practicing a form of worship of these Hindu deities. And thus that yoga, um, I'm just, the the word yoga actually means something specific. I'll have to look it up while we're on here because it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, and, and so it's it's a part of a religious practice in Hinduism. Here's the thing: all of that is true. All of that is true. Yoga came from Hinduism um, and from other Eastern religions, probably. But I think Hinduism is the the thing. Um, Hindu spiritual. Uh, Mm, there's the word yoga actually means something specific. Carly just pulled up the definition of yoga. Um, it might mean unification, honestly. 
that might be what's coming up in my mind. So um, anyway, that's kind of like the balance the mind and body. Yeah, there's something. Ah, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't. Okay. Anyway. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the uh, the question. Oh, Sanskrit, got, literally union. Union. That's it. Union. So it. there's there's that religious aspect. Union. Yoga is union, and so in the original Sanskrit, which is uh, from Hinduism, um, well, Sanskrit it's an Indian language. Um, it means union with these entities, these spirits. Um, so there's a certain level where I, way more than meditation. I totally get why there are some people who are kind of freaked out about yoga. And if you walk into um, a yoga center or a yoga studio, that's more connected to the roots of it, then yeah, you might find some, some stuff that's way more Eastern religious, which now in America, it's really new age. You're going to find things that are more religious, religiously connected. Okay. Um, I remember when I was in karate, when I was a kid, we didn't do yoga, but we did kata, which is basically like how they would teach martial arts. And it's a series of movements. There's actually a lot of connection points between that and yoga. But one thing we would do is before we would start um, the session, we would all sit down on our knees um, and meditate, just sit there in silence for, mm. I kind of forgot about this, should have brought this up in the last episode, sit there for maybe 30 seconds. And I remember my mom and I was curious too. My mom asked about it. She was like, what is it we're doing? Cause my first thought is like, is this some weird religious thing that we're doing? Even though the owners of the studio were Christian were like, is this, is this a religious thing? And they're like, no, it's just a way to calm your mind and everything. And that, that was my first experience with anything meditative or yoga related. So, and the, the question of like, is this okay? Is this okay? Because it feels like it's something from another religion. So even if you stripped away everything about what yoga is, the question in the mind of the, the Christian who grew up in the church or who loves Jesus, because I think it's, it is a valid question is, is this worshiping another God? That's not Yahweh. That's not Jesus. And so we're going to tackle that because there's some really interesting things that I think can be said about this. And so the way that we work, if you've listened to this podcast before, is um, Carla kind of brings in the experiential and the spiritual side in terms of like Holy Spirit. And I kind of bring in the word and the Bible side. So we're going to look at some passages of scripture. Um, but I want to kind of like give it to you so I can pull those scriptures up. Yeah. Um, and what has what have you heard? So that's what I've heard, that yoga is demonic because it's associated with um the with the the roots of it i should say is a better way the roots of it are connected to this religion what's your what, what have you heard so while cam pulls that up mm -hmm. so for me i can't remember exactly like what i've heard per se uh i also uh if you know me at all if you've met me and uh, mm -hmm a uh, aspect other than this show you know that I, I take a lot of uh things with a grain of salt of like oh don't do this it's not right it's like why um so I'm very skeptical when someone says I can or cannot do something 
So what I can actually talk to is literal, physical, like literal experiences that I've had. So I have a pretty broad spectrum of different yoga practices that I have experienced. Uh, I have done on the far side of Hatha. Hatha? Hatha? Hatha, I think is how it's pronounced. Yoga, which is the traditional, like just focused on the physical movements of uh, connecting your body to help increase better your flexibility and breath. The kind of more westernized version. And I've also been on the other far extreme side Mm -hmm. where as they're doing yoga, they gave the newcomers a piece of paper of the chant. And as they were chanting, as they were doing the yoga movements, I felt very uncomfortable and immediately knew something was wrong. Mm. So I, I closed my mouth and I looked at the words and I looked at what the chant meant. And I was like, oh my gosh, Mm. they are worshiping. I forgot which deity it was at the time, Mm -hmm. but they are literally chanting to this deity as they are doing yoga. So I experienced the extreme of like, it is just movements to help. And it's very like physical side, no connection to the other side where I've also experienced the extreme of like, yes, it is a religion. Like, yogi religion i've experienced and then smattering of in between Mm -hmm. and so because of that i've learned really quickly of not all yoga is created equal Mm -hmm. and also it's what do you want to invite Mm -hmm. into your space and if it does not feel clean and clear pure and uh I'm specifically not saying right or wrong. If it does not feel clean or clear, when you yourself have done practice to make sure you are clean and clear, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter what side of the spectrum it is. Like it might not be for you. Mm. And. Ooh, interesting. Hmm. What's yeah? No, I just had, I just had this thought of like you're kind of talking about how is what's your internal posture basically is what i hear you saying what's your internal Mm -hmm. posture as you're doing these things yeah and it it was just kind of like what's better doing let's just say you do just the physical yoga you do physical yoga right um where you're not worshiping another deity you're doing physical yoga or you're going for a run but while you're going for a run all you're doing is thinking how much you hate your body Mm mm-hmm how much you how much you hate the fact that you have to run so you can lose weight because you hate the body that you have. Yeah. Um, and you hate yourself and how could God love this person? And you're just like ruminating in this while you're running. Like, which one of those is a bigger problem? You know, just because because you might the religious answer to that, by religious, I think you guys probably have figured out by now we're talking about Phariseeism, Pharisaicalism, is like. Oh, the yoga's worse because it's connected to this pagan deity. Wow. Versus, well, what's where's your heart at? Where where's your heart actually at? You know it. Oh, uh, my immediate thought is like, really? You're gonna you're gonna go you're gonna connect yoga to a deity? Well, then what about Easter? 
that happened? Oh, so, what about yeah, yeah. Christmas? What about Thanksgiving? Like yeah. I have a plethora of examples of like, oh, we want to talk about how it has some like roots in something that might not be so great. Yeah. I have holidays. A, the thing but yes exactly Which, the point before i move on that from, yeah. from that because you yeah. just opened up a can of worms um <laughs> real quick carla came from a background where they did not celebrate any holidays at all whatsoever and part that was part of the reason yep i came from a more traditional background where we celebrated holidays so it was fine and the point is not to say like oh you didn't know that the holidays are attached to pagan holidays um i don't like using that word to like religious services for other deities you shouldn't do the holidays that's not what we're saying we're just we're just saying that if you're going to make that argument about yoga, then it's going to have to be consistent about a lot of other things that you may not realize is attached to. That's the point. Not saying don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> we love Christmas. Oh, but yeah. if that's your conviction, not to, because we have friends who are like, yeah, no, I don't celebrate the holidays because of those things. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that internal that internal posture yeah. is really what's important. Yep. And so I guess like where I fall in terms of yoga, so my own self-discovery, especially since I have experienced kind of the full spectrum, Mm. someone that I cannot remember at this point, I'm pretty sure it was someone talking in the middle of yoga. It was kind of talking. She was (laughs) words sometimes. So... I love pictures. I do. I love pictures. So I can hear like, okay, well, if you're just going to focus on like just the physical component of yoga, then like, why don't you just stretch or why don't you just work out or why don't you just do X, Y, Z? What's wrong with, you know, doing other things. And what I actually really love about yoga, the difference is the fact that it connects the physical and the mental and emotional so in the spiritual spiritual so beautifully Mm -hmm. where it's literally, you're not just doing the movement. Well, you are. Yeah. You can, you can't, you can, you can just do the movements, but the, if you were to do like yoga, how it's intended is it's meant to connect your body into the present moment, connect you with your power, connect you with your breath, which breath is life. And it is mm-hmm. in a way, oh, yeah. it can be an extremely spiritual experience because when you are in the moment and when you are doing what your body is telling you you can do in that moment yeah and then afterwards when you're laying on the mat if you've done yoga you know what i'm talking about that blissful moment after everything it's my like, favorite pose yeah Corp- camp- corpse pose yeah <laughs> you're camps- just laying on the mat. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah It is so healing. I've experienced some intense healing. Yeah. With all of that. Yeah. You I I can like practically hear the words. So 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 many things. You know, it's like and that's that is one of the reasons why um I love yoga. And I don't have a regular practice of yoga to be clear. Um I wish that I had more opportunities to do yoga. But oh really? You want to you, you want to do more yoga? Yeah, we can do more yoga. That'd be cool. great. Okay. Yeah, 
I'm totally down for that. Um, one of the reasons you heard that, it here, folks. Yeah, that I do love it is because it is spiritual in nature. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I I love is being able to take something like that and just allowing God to redeem it and use it for his purposes, because there is a spiritual connection that I find with the Holy spirit when I'm doing yoga. And I think very much related to that yoga can produce a lot of healing. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear people saying yoga is demonic, just like without any qualification or discussion, because there are, there's nuance, which is why we're having a whole episode about this without talking about those nuances. I can't help but think of that story where there's the man with the withered hand and the Pharisees are waiting to see if Jesus is going to heal him because it's the Sabbath and it's forbidden to do any work on the Sabbath, except in an emergency. Well, this dude's hand had been withered since birth, so it wasn't an emergency. And so they were looking for an opportunity to catch Jesus in a contradiction of like, oh, you say you're not supposed to work on Sunday or on Sabbath, but you're going to work quote unquote, by healing this guy's hand. And and it says, like the scripture says, I think this is in Mark, I think maybe 12. Ah, Don't quote me. Um, It says he looked at them and and like the language conveys this sense of like brokenhearted anger. Just like, how could you be so cold that you are more concerned about your interpretation of this law than about this man's well-being? And he heals the man. And that's how I kind of look at that at yoga. When you understand that it does not have to be in service to an, to an entity that is not Jesus. It is actually, there's a lot of healing in it. And to, to just simply put blind fear on it without understanding the nuance of it, I think keeps people from experiencing Jesus in a way that they have not before a whole body experience yeah of jesus yeah and um i can practically hear like certain people watching this episode like waiting for us to say yes it's demonic (laughs) and i do want (laughs) to say (laughs) that especially since i have had a demonic experience i have had a demonic experience and especially since i like there is a section that is not safe Mm-hmm. That I fully believe is just nope, not going to touch it. Yeah. At the same time, it did make me think, hmm. Um, they have a practice every day where like their little movement is also tied to talking to their deity. And mm-hmm. I was like, huh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't do I I don't talk to God. When I'm yeah. doing simple things like working out. Yeah. And so for huh. me, like when we are, when things are put into our life that kind of like challenge us, I'm always like, ooh, what is the, like, what is it there to teach me? Hmm. So if you find yourself like, because, okay, Pam and Carla said it's okay. I'm going to try <laughs> yoga. And then you go in and you feel icky, but you're like, oh, well, maybe that's just like my false beliefs rising up and you're doing the yoga and they're saying weird words. And and you just like, all in all, you listen don't feel yourself. safe. Listen to yourself. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. 
Because the fact of the matter is, is whether it is good or not, Hmm. like kind of removing that part of the equation, whether it is good or not, what is so important is your own connection to yourself, your own connection to your body, your emotions, your breath, your thoughts, and spiritually, that connection is the most important thing. Mm. The most important. And yoga can be that for some people. Yeah. Yoga could also challenge that and it not be so great. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a good segue into kind of like the the scriptural portion that I wanted to share, um, yeah. which some people probably saw this coming, but it's 1 Corinthians 8 where Paul is talking about food, meat offered to idols. Um, and there's so much, there's so much freedom in how he talks about this concept because the issue in the Corinthian church was that there were some people who, uh, well, I mean, this was a new church and they were, you know, converting from the religion of the day, which was like this mis- mishmash, mishmash, mishmash of like uh, Roman cultic religion. Mm-hmm. As they had household deities um, they had and Corinth, no, I forget which, um, like if they're what major temples were in Corinth. But there would have been in a city of that size, there would have been probably a major temple dedicated to some one of the Roman deities, which was just the Greek deities that they just rebranded. <laughs> um, and so this they were just steeped in it. They were steeped in this culture and they were surrounded by it. And so they would they would, they would have a practice of sacrificing meats to idols, mm. these household gods, these deities. And so now people are becoming Christians and a lot of them were like, oh, we absolutely can't, can't do this. And so they wouldn't, if they knew that the meat had been sanctified to an idol, had been uh, not sanctified, consecrated, Mm. consecrated to an idol, they'd be like, I can't eat that. It's evil. And so Paul is actually in this passage in 1 Corinthians 8 is addressing that whole thing. And basically what he says I'm going to start it. This is the NIV. um, Verse four says, so about eating food sacrificed to idols, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world and that there is no God, but one for even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many Lords, there's quotes around gods and Lords. Yet for us, there is but one God, the father from whom all things came and from whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and through whom we live. But not everyone possesses this knowledge. Some people are still so accustomed to idols that when they eat sacrificial food, they think of it as having been sacrificed to a God. And since our conscience is weak, it is defiled. But food does not bring us near to God. We are no worse if we do not eat and no better if we do. And then he goes on to the section that I'll just read verse nine. Be careful that the exercise of your rights does not become a stumbling block. And so I think there's, that's the wisdom here is that like, if you want to try yoga, like, and you're approaching it from the perspective of like honoring God and honoring Jesus with it, then using that principle, like it's totally fine. 
Like you're no better for it and you're no worse for it either. It all depends on you and your heart and your posture. But, and this is the big caveat, this is a big neon sign, but whether it's us or somebody else, if you feel a conviction that it's not for you, then you have to listen to that. And just because we, it's okay for, it's okay for me. Yoga is okay for me. It's okay for you. But if you're not at a place where you can say that with complete clarity of conscience, it is better for you to avoid it than to violate your own conscience. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying right there is like, don't. And, and he talks earlier in that passage of like knowledge puffs up, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. And like, it's very easy. And this is a, this is just a sobering thing for us right now. But if you listen to this episode and you're like, oh yeah, you know what? Yoga can be okay. That knowledge itself can become something that you can abuse and use to hit people over the head with. Oh, you don't think that yoga is okay? How unenlightened of you. It's totally (laughs) fine. And that's not at all what we're saying. We're saying that is a personal relationship that you have with God and how he directs you and how you use that thing there's papers. So don't, don't let that knowledge become something that you use as uh, a bat to hit people with love builds up. Love says, Oh, you're uncomfortable about yoga. I, well, we were going to go to yoga class together. You know what? Maybe we should just go for a run instead. Like uh, allowing accommodation because that's what God does for us. He accommodates us. He meets us where we're at. So if you're in a place where you feel like you're still unsure about if it's okay for you, if you've had an experience like what Carla was mentioning, where you you encountered some spiritual stuff and you're like, I don't know if I can ever go back there, then don't. Very yeah. simple. Don't. And there are plenty of other. So like if this is a question for you, ask it in our Facebook group because there are plenty of different activities, different modalities that help with your connection to your body, that help with your mind-body connection, if you will. Mm-hmm. And there's so much out there that it's it's not like, oh, I'm not comfortable doing yoga. Oh, shoot, I am missing out on so much healing. Mm-hmm. There is, can it be a vehicle? 100%. Yeah. There are other ways as well so totally as always what is the things that are black and white we (laughs) illuminate with light instead yeah and so i guess as a reminder we have a free facebook group yep by the time this drops oh the link if you will bit.ly slash recovering entrepreneur group and this week, I think we're doing a member spotlight this week in the group for our Thursday live stream. We do an event every Thursday, some kind of event, um, yep. whether it's an interview with somebody um, or the living room, which is our mastermind, uh, free mastermind for those in the community or creating connections, which we did last week. Um, yeah. But regardless, yeah. you could be watching this uh, at a much later date. So be sure to check out the Facebook group and the events section. Yep. Um, we have a lot going on in. Honestly, we are, uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
we are in the process of dreaming up a really incredible retreat. So yeah, stay tuned. Fun we, facts. Uh, yeah, fun facts. Speaking of uh, healing and moving through stuff and business yeah. and all the things. All in worship of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you again for watching as usual and being willing to get curious because mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? So to, to cap it all off, our answer is yoga mnemonic. The answer is no. However, it can be, but so can a boardroom meeting. So can a mastermind. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things in this world that that could be demonic if you invite it in. Yeah. So I'd also say like, uh, if you want to try yoga, Check in on the website, look at the yoga instructors, because not all yoga instructor, instructors are created equal, equal, not just in like skill, yeah. but also go, in go their belief. Meet you know, go just meet go them. and experience them. They're yeah. other human beings. They're just navigating and they're doing their best. And yeah. don't judge something before you've experienced it, I would say. Yeah, um, yeah there we go. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. And we will see y'all later on The Recovering Christian Entrepreneur, where we talk about money, mindset, and marketing. Until next time. See ya.